everyone, and welcome to Gentler. This is a podcast about post-grad life, adulthood, and most importantly, self-care. Here we take a practical approach to self-care and gratitude and discuss ways to use them as tools to make life more fulfilling. I'm Maya Fleming, a regular girl who felt cheated after graduating college and decided I deserve more out of life. So I started this podcast to document my journey to becoming that girl and to do it along with you. Hello, everyone. I'm Maya, and I'm the host of Gentler Podcast and the creator of Gentler in all the many ways it has grown. I just, can we for a minute just think, so, okay, I missed the two-year anniversary of Gentler, and when I realized I missed it, I felt horrible. I think it happened on the 29th of September. Um, It is now the 10th of October, so I, I missed it by, like, just over a week, but I have never done anything consistently for this long. Any hobby, um, I mean, besides the main hobbies that my mom was paying for when I was a kid, but anything that I completely started, it has never gone this long. And so for me to miss the anniversary was wild, but my life looks so much different than it did back then. Um, I was living in Maryland. I was working in D.C. I was in a relationship. I had this community of friends that I was seeing actively. This was all pre-pandemic. And then, boom, 2020 happens and I'm working from home. I decide I'm done with this. I want to leave. I want to move. So I do. (laughs) In the relationship, uh, I got a dog who I love, like, Ginger is literally the love of my life. If y'all can hear the wine pouring in the glass, wow, my apologies, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, I shout out to just the way that my life has changed with these strategies and things that I mentioned on this show. Like, if y'all have, I've been a little bit more active on Instagram lately and TikTok as well. If you've been watching my life just know that the things I talk about on this podcast are the things that have gotten me to this point. I'm not 100% sure about everything happening in my life. I have a new job. I love the job. It kind of scares me because I love the job. I'm in a new relationship. Like all these things that have changed. And to me, that's a little bit scary because I'm happy. And happiness is a little bit scary to me because it feels like something bad is going to come up soon. And I'm trying to get away from that. But if you're looking at it and thinking, oh my gosh, how did she get there? Literally everything I talk about on this podcast is what have got what has gotten me to this point. I'm happy to the point where I'm afraid of being happy. <laughs> Which sounds bad, but it's actually kind of good considering who I'm talking about. Um, I'm, I'm just like the least trusting person on the earth. Um, but I am having a great time and it's because of this podcast, like because of the things I talk about in this podcast, this, I went so long and y'all, I know I'm jumping from topic to topic right now, but I feel like I just really want to be honest. Um, I went so long without posting an episode because I was really trying to find my footing when it came to practical self-care and gentler in general. Um, And I realized that when I started Gentler just two years ago, 
it's crazy to even say that, but two years ago when I started Gentler, I was really focused on Gentler being just a journey of me getting to the awful place I felt like I was in in life to where I wanted to be. And I feel like I'm in a place now where like, oh my gosh, if kid Maya could see me now, like she would be brimming with joy. Um, And it's genuinely because of the things I talk about here. It's because of the things I share, the strategies that I talk about. Like I use those in real time. I don't talk about anything on this show that I have not invested my time and energy on. So there you have it. Like... Gentler has created just, uh, I can't even, I can't even dive in. Wow. Let's get into the episode, shall we? <laughs> we are talking about taking responsibility over your life. I'm going to share a little bit about my new active gratitude formula. It's going to be awesome. Um, but first, let's take it back a few years. Okay. So in college, I study English. Um, so that was probably about, let, let's say, 2016. I went to college in 2015, fall of 2015. I originally was in the business school at Georgetown, which is one of the top, like, f- at the time, top three business schools in the country. I was super excited to be there. And then I realized I don't belong here. And for various reasons I won't go into in this episode, but it wasn't for me. Um... So I decided, you know what, I love reading and writing, and I love to talk about what I'm reading and writing. I want to study English, and it made sense, and it was good. However, my favorite class in college was calculus, (laughs) and I think that surprises a lot of people because I was an English major, so how dare you like math? I also want to mention that my high school was um, known as, like locally known as the school of the math and science school, school of math and science, whatever, how you want to say it. So math and science were a big part of my school. I was in the, I don't want to say the dumb classes, but I was in the dumb classes, (laughs) but I love calculus. I took calculus my freshman year of college and I loved it. And that was because math felt like a puzzle. And for the most part, most of my time as a math student, there was always a definite answer. Now, obviously, you know, you go into the imaginary numbers and all that stuff. I was pretty much checked out at that point. But so for the most part, math was definite. I knew that as scary as a problem seemed, as complex as it was, all of that, there was a solution at the end, a one or a 342 or a 60 degrees, whatever. There was a definite solution at the end waiting for me to discover. And there wasn't much room for confusion or complexity. Even if I got the wrong answer, I was able to see how that the right answer was correct. So it it was clear. And I love that. I value that so much. So two years ago when I graduated from college, I wanted life to feel like that. And I felt like I had the right formula. You know, I got a great apartment. I literally moved into my apartment the day I graduated. Um, I had a great job. I was in a relationship, I had friends, all of that. But for some reason, I felt like I was getting the wrong answer. So how did I know I was getting the wrong answer? I felt it. That's not very mathy of me, but 
I've always trusted my intuition. I've always felt like it was pretty strong. So I felt it. You know, I just started realizing things. I was like, I live in this apartment and I pay so much to live here. I don't get to spend a lot of time here, though. Most of my time is spent working a job so that I can afford to not spend time here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm working this job so I can pay rent, but most of my time is not spent in this apartment. Um, and I started thinking things like, you know, we have seven days of the week and most of them are just not for us. And I couldn't, I, I just couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that I was created by a being uh, whatever you believe in, I believe that, you know, God created me and I couldn't, I couldn't believe I did. I, I wasn't buying the fact that he created me to spend most of my time working. Um, you know, I, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and a lot of times I see these tweets of like, we went from the Garden of Eden to credit scores and <laughs> having to work for five days out of the week. Like it just doesn't sit right with me. And so I was, I was noticing these things and I just could not believe that all the time I spent as a child, literally dreaming my wildest dreams, just for this to, just for life to amount to, to what it was now, like just working like a dead end job and and just working, like just living to work. That was so heartbreaking. And so the days went by like that, where I just felt like I had signed my life away in a dotted line without knowing what I do, what, what I was doing. And it didn't make sense at all to me. And I couldn't get behind the idea that all of my experiences were meant to lead me to dead end jobs and bills. I, I, I didn't believe that I existed for that purpose. But no one was telling me differently. So I thought maybe I was just bugging or something. Like, I, I didn't know. Like, I was like, you know, my parents had done this. My grandparents had done this. I don't know. Maybe this is just the way that we do things and I'm, I'm being greedy. Here's the thing, though. We get to decide if we want better. We get to decide that we want more. And we get to decide to do that stuff. There has been a strong precedent set set for the opposite thing, for just working all the time and working to afford to live to work more, you know. But you don't have to do that. Here's the thing, though. No one's going to tap you on the shoulder and tell you that. You have to make that decision for yourself. Now, okay, I feel like you know, I've been doing gender for a little while. I talk to y'all on social media all the time. I feel like most of y'all have had a similar realization. The issue is you, you know, the action piece, the, the thing of actually doing something about it has been holding you back. Let me tell you something. Nothing has sparked the need to act for me the way that thinking about my child's childhood self has. Um, and I do it in this way. So imagine yourself as a child, you know, just all bright eyed and dreaming about what life is going to be like when you be like when you're a grown up. I don't know if you're like me, like I couldn't wait to be a grown up. And I had all these amazing ideas of how life was going to be. I was obsessed with 13 going on 30 and the devil wears Prada. Those movies really informed the way that I thought adulthood would be. Um, you know, well, 
obviously some differences. But imagine yourself in that way and tell yourself honestly about all the frustrations that you're dealing with in life. All the ways that you feel like you've been kind of cheated, you know, like just all the ways that life just didn't amount to the way that you thought it would. And and imagine that you're really talking to an eight-year-old or 10-year-old or however age you chose to think of yourself. Imagine, you know, you have these all, all these ideas that you had at that age of how adulthood would look and somehow it just looks drastically differently. And then I want you to imagine your kid self asking you, so what are you doing about this? How do you answer that? I highly doubt that you feel comfortable looking that child in the face and saying nothing. So don't do that to your current self either. Every day that you go without taking action on your dream is a day that you miss out on your dream. And I don't say that to overwhelm you. You know, I, I'm, I'm someone who would hear that and think, oh my God, I've wasted so much time. But honestly, I say that to excite you. Imagine that you could do the smallest action today. You could literally do like a, 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 a tenth of what you think is a valid action and you would be that much closer to your dream life. So the quicker you act, the quicker you can have it. That's how I want you to think about this. You could do something small and get so much closer. It, it's honestly incredible. It could be right there once you decide that you deserve it. I I really, y'all, I wish I could convince you. And I will do all that I can. I will be talking about the same things on this podcast. But in the end, it genuinely just has to be up to you. So... If you had decided that you are about that action, you're ready, you you know, you're here, whatever. Ooh, that was loud. <laughs> I'll give you the beginning steps of my active gratitude formula. This is a daily routine that I'm working on myself. And, you know, I told you I love math. So my formula is literally about addition and subtraction. It's called a formula because of my love for math and because it's mathematic in its own nature. Pull out your journal. You're going to need to make two lists. And the list are going to be titled your energy givers and your energy takers. So for your energy givers, I want you to write down three. You can do more than three, but three is a good starting place. If you're pressed for time or if you don't, you know, you're not used to really taking a practical approach to self-care and gratitude, just focus on three things. And I want you to note that an energy giver is something that makes life feel sweeter to you. It's something that you genuinely feel grateful for and not just something that you think you should feel grateful for. For example, we're blessed to have a roof over our heads at any time. However, if that home is full of chaos, whether that be yelling or violence or anything like that, that's causing you anxiety, most likely. That's not an energy giver. That's an energy taker. And so for your three energy takers, that's pretty self-explanatory. But I want you to note that, and I, I've spoken about the spirit of supposed to before on this podcast. I don't want you to be get, get caught up in that. I want you to think about things that genuinely make you feel like, oh my gosh, this is my life. So for example, if I were to do this right now, I would obviously talk about my girl, Ginger. Um, 
she having ginger genuinely makes me feel like wow I get to be here I get to live this life she is mine and we're here together and that's awesome um also having a car I never before moving in uh to Charlotte I never missed having a car I, I never had had one so I you know I didn't know what it was like and I, I genuinely didn't need one but having a car here in Charlotte makes me feel so much better like just about life in general just I feel more in control I feel like I can do more so that would be another energy giver also just the relationship I'm in now just makes me feel so much better like I just you you have your own energy givers those are mine for the moment um so after you write your energy givers you want to think about your energy takers and like I said that's pretty self-explanatory anything that you feel like is making life a little bit more difficult for you in whatever way. I want you to note, though, do not judge yourself about this. If you have an energy taker that you feel like you should be grateful for, like housing or anything like that, y'all, don't get caught up in that. Two things can be true at the same time. You can be lucky to have um, a parent in your life, but that parent still be an energy taker for you. So don't judge that. It, you know, your truth is your truth. Once you write down your three energy takers, I want you to think about how you could use your energy givers to eliminate your energy takers. Um, so the possibilities for this are endless. But for example, maybe your network of friends fills you up every day. You know, they're energy givers, but your job is sucking your soul out. You could use that network to potentially find you yourself a new job or to give you tips on how to make work more pleasant. Um... Maybe painting is an energy giver for you, but your relationship is an energy taker. You could use painting for healing when you end that relationship. You really would have to sit down and engage with the things on your list and think about your own life and how that all interacts with one another. I can't really tell you what that would look like. You would have to decide. Feel free to DM me at any point for like pointers, but without knowing like the the details of your life, I really can't say. So that would be for you to decide. And and I want you to remember too that not everything is going to be so cut and dry because life just isn't math, you know? Like it, it should, however, help you to set yourself up on a good path. So every day, I want you to find one action that you can do from your energy taker and energy giver list. And I want you to do it. I want you to revisit this list every day until you start to see your energy takers disappear. This is a daily activity, y'all. It's not something that you do overnight. Um, life is about the small actions. So don't get discouraged when they don't just disappear when you wake up in the morning. And remember that you have to pour into your energy givers. When you're like actively engaging with your energy takers, it is easy for your energy to be taken. Imagine that. So I want you to equally and even maybe more so pour into your energy givers so that you're able to take care of yourself in this time. Really focus on what is making you feel best about life and give time to those things. You know, and it, I guess maybe it seems obvious, but remember like, to pour into that and don't forget about those energy takers. Okay, so fun fact, I also studied film in college and my dream career, which might still happen someday, was to write TV shows. 
So as you can imagine, I have a little bit of experience writing scripts. So for this week's self-care activity, we are writing scripts. But what for? Great question. I want you to write a scene of your dream life. And for those of you who aren't familiar with script writing or film or whatever, a scene is whatever happens before a location change. So while you're in the same spot, that's a scene. So, you know, whether you're in the kitchen or the bedroom or outside, whatever that thing is. I want you to write a scene of your dream life. And if you need help making decisions, I'll give you three options. So some things that I like to think about a morning scene or maybe a Friday night scene or a Sunday scene. These are all pretty random, but I think they help me to get into the zone of my dream life. You know, the morning is a brand new day. Friday night, you feel like you have a whole new lease on life. Sunday is kind of like the self-care day de facto self-care day. So I want you to think about those things. Take a look at the link in the show notes for formatting help if you need it, or just go rogue. It doesn't matter. I'd love to see y'all working on your scripts this week. So if you decide to share a pic to your stories, make sure that you share or that you tag Gentler Pod rather. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the advice segment, ooh. So DM me at Gentler Pod with a question and it could potentially be answered on the show. I got a great question a few weeks back when I asked and it was about how I release fear. This is a tough one because fear is just one of those things that it seems like it never goes away. Even when you start getting good at life, fear is still there. You just get new fears or the same fears get stronger. How I release fear and just go for it anyway, I genuinely, I have to spend so much time thinking about like, okay, if I were able to get around this fear, how could life look for me? And is this fear, you know, worst case scenario, is it worth missing out on how life could look? Most likely, no. And to give an example, um, when it comes to this podcast, you know, I was really nervous about posting any episodes because I thought people might judge me. People might think, like, who is she to talk about self-care? Like, who does she think she is? Best case scenario, I could be the voice of a Netflix special or whatever, like, talking about self-care. Just being that girl when it came to self-care. Is the fear of people judging me worth missing out on when it comes to, um, you know, like having that life that I wanted and most likely no not at all it does not come close and so I go for it and I affirm myself along the way I tell myself you are good at this you can do this you're worth it you deserve it and then I just when I feel the fear coming up I continue to do that because fear does not go away. You don't get big enough. You don't get talented enough. You don't get rich enough to just not have fears anymore. You still have them. You have to figure out what the heck am I going to do in spite of them. So when you learn that, you just keep going. I wish I had a tidy mathematic answer for how to let go of fear. I really wish I did because that would be useful for me. However, I do not. And so that is my answer. <laughs> Alright everyone, that is this week's episode of Gentler. I really, really hope this was helpful for you. If you're interested in knowing more about the Active Gratitude Formula, this is literally what Club Gentler is all about. 
the formula and also accountability and support for making it work for you. So if you're interested in joining, I will have that in the show notes as well. If you're on our email list and you probably get emails about Club Gentler all the time. So if not, make sure you join that. That will be in the show notes. Let me know any of your self-care questions or your thoughts on this. If you need a space to discuss it, join our free Facebook group. There's so many options for you to connect with other people around these topics. So don't miss out on that. I will talk to you all soon.